ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم النبي فراس ربيعة بن كعب الاسلمي خادم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ومن اهل الصفه رضي الله تعالى ان قال كنت ابيت مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فاتيه بوضوئه وحاجته فقال سلني فقلت اسالك مرافقتك في الجنه فقال او غير ذلك قلت هو ذاك قال فاني على نفسك بكثره السجود صدق الله العظيم صدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي ارشد الله respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home one of the great attributes given to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in fact one from his beautiful names is that allah is as-samad allah is as-samad the name as-samad is mentioned in the famous surah of the quran kulullahu ahad Allahus Samad Suratu Ikhlas As-Samad means that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala in Urdu we say is Beniyaz He is the independent one the self sufficient master Kul say O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam huwa Allahu he is Allah ahadun the one and only is the one and who's Samad He is not dependent on anyone everyone in his creation every iota in the creation of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is muhtaj is dependent on allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah needs no one lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakul lahu kufuwan ahad you can't even compare the sifat the names of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his power his glory with anything in the creation with anything that he has created it is beyond the perception of the human mind we are only to bring iman on whatever is described to us in the quran and in the hadith of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam he is not muhtaj of jibril amin jibril amin is muhtaj of allah allah is not muhtaj of mikail mikail is muhtaj of allah israfil is muhtaj of allah Israel is muhtaj of Allah Hamilin Arsh the angels who carry and lift the throne the Arsh of Allah they are all muhtaj of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah can create many Jibreel amin many Ibrahim alayhi salam is muhtaj of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is very important we are not <coughs> disrespecting the prophets by saying that in fact we are honoring them that is what they came for ibrahim alayhi salam is muhtaj of allah that is why ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam was in sajda musa alayhi salatu was in that nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam saw hazrat musa alayhi salatu was salam in qiyam standing up in his salat performing salat 
when he went for Mi'raj after sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw the area where Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wa sallam was resting and in the hadith it comes that after sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that I see Musa alayhi salatu wa sallam he is engaged in salat making the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every prophet is muhtaj rahmatun lil alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one of his great qualities was that he would lengthen his sujood, his sajda, his prostration to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why Hazrat Amma Isha radiallahu ta'ala when she was asked that, what is something that has really intrigued you about Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? And she said in her own words that in the night every individual, he or she returns to the beloved one. And I used to see that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the night, he would come home and after a few minutes straight away he would say to Aisha, Aisha I have no time. He would make wudu and all night he would stand in front of the one who he dearly loved and that was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sometimes when he was in sajda, Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala would give the adhan of Fajr Salat and that is when he would say Allahu Akbar to show the people even Anbiya alayhimu salatu was salam they put their auspicious face down for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we have to understand that all power is only with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala everything is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the hadith which I read to you just now in the hadith it is mentioned Hazrat Ka'ab Aslami Rabi'a bin Ka'b al-Aslami who was the khabim of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he is from the Ahl-Suffa Ahl-Suffa were those companions who were absolutely dependent in every way and Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took their responsibility financially and in every way that Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is responsible for them and they were students in Islam in Madinatul Munawwara and he was the khadim of Huzur alayhi salam. He says, one night when I made myself present to Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam, fa'atihi bi wadu'ihi wa hajatihi, I had the water in which was the water for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the miswaq. And Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam saw me, he said to me, salli, ya Rabi'a, ask me what you want, O Rabi'a. Ask me what you Subhanallah, what a great companion. What privilege is given to him. Huzur alayhi salam is saying, ask me what you want. And I will supplicate, I will make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whatever you desire. What an honor, what an honor. And, and he was not even from the famous companions like the Khulafa, the famous Muhajirun, the Ashrai Mubashira. What was the ranking of the Khulafa Rashidin? Subhanallah al-Azim. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that لَوْ كَانَ بَعْدِ نَبِيًّا لَكَانَ If, if the silsila of Nabuwat was to continue, then it would touch Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. Subhanallah al-Azim. He said, "Ana Madinatul Ilm wa Aliyun Babuha. I am the city of knowledge, and the door of it is Hazrat Ali, radiyallahu taala. 
حضرت ابو بکر صدیق رضی اللہ تعالی سبحان اللہ ایون حضرت عمر فاروق ابو بکر گو می ون نائٹ اینڈ ون ڈے آف یور لائف اینڈ آئی ول گو یو آل مائی گڈ ڈیز دس از حضرت ابو بکر صدیق گریٹ خلافا گریٹ خلافا آن دا ڈے آف قیامہ When the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be standing, I have heard from some scholars. When the hisab or kitab, the accounting will start of the Ummah, Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam will say, O oh Abu Bakr, let us start from you. Let us start from you. If the starting is good, inshallah the ending is also good. Let us start from Abu Bakr Siddiq. Put Abu Bakr Siddiq forward. Subhanallah alayhi حدیث نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم Who are the Portuguese compared to the Arabs at that time? They need wine and everything what they do and they drink and subhanAllah, whatever. The Arabs, it was in their blood. The minute Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam said to them, it is haram, finished. Not to touch, khalas. This was the taqwa. Everything was for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For them it was just Jannat, they knew they could see Jannat in front of them. Mata'un Kaleel, we are in this time, in this world for a very short period of time. They saw Aab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they could see the reality of everything. These were the great companions. Aab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Hadrati Rabi'ah bin Ka'ab al-Aslami, what do you want, what is your hajat? What would you ask Umar for? Subhanallah. Let, let not you answer right now. But Subhanallah. What a beautiful answer. He said, As'aluka murafakataka fil jannah, Ya Rasulullah. Ya Rasulullah, like how I am your khadim in this world, I want the position of being your khadim in jannah. Subhanallah. So he, he actually wanted to benefit from every inch of Jannat. The highest honor is given to Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu So what he is saying, wherever you go, I am like the shadow. Wherever you go, I am with you. Wherever you go, I am with you. Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam said to him, Awa ghayra dhalik, awa ghayra dhalik. That is a very high position that you are asking for. Anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam have that position. The great prophets have that position. Ibrahim alayhi salam and Musa alayhi salam and Isa alayhi salam. Awa ghayra zhalik. Ask for something else. Ask for something else. Like the Sahabi, Allahu Akbar. La ya Rasulullah, huwa zaka. Huwa zaka. I don't need anything else. You said to me, you gave me access, you said that ask whatever you want and this is what I ask from you. And this is the only thing what I want. That I should stay with you and be your khadim in Jannat. Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave him a smile. And he said, Qala, fa'a'inni ala nafsika bi kathrati sujood. Then help me to help yourself 
gaining that position bikasrat is sujood by making uh, excessive sujood sajda kasrat se sajda karo make more and more sajda prostrate in front of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so when you read your nawafil make sure you are there in that position of sajda and your full concentration is is there crying in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, taking out tears for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the position. Subhanallah alayhi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not muhtaj of anyone. Anyone. Nothing. Everything in the creation is his muhtaj. Abu Talib, when Abraha stole away from him his camels, when the great army from Africa, Abraha came with a strong army, with elephants, and he came to Ma'azallah with his bad intention to demolish Khanai Kaaba. And on the way, the army stole away the camels of Abu Talib. Abu Talib found out he came running. He says, Oh Abraha, these camels belong to me, and I am going to fight with you for my camels. Give me back my camels. Abraha is saying to him that. Here we are going to demolish Khanai Kaaba and you are worried of your camels. Abu Talib said, the camels belong to me, I have to worry for my camels. The Kaaba does not belong to me. That belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator Allah, Wahidul Kahar. He will sort out whatever he wants to do with you and your army. And whatever he wills will happen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there was no army. Abu Talib did not have no army. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Alam tara kaysa fa'ala rabbuka bi ashabil feel. Alam yaj'al kaydahum fi tadlil. Birds, little birds, little stones, pebbles in their mouths, but like missiles coming down, Allahu Akbar, piercing through the thick and deep skin of the elephants going all the way down. Subhanallah, instantly everyone died, instantly everyone died, everyone died. What is difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? In one second, just in one second, everything can change for an individual. That is his power, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us guidance, are we making ihsan on Islam? Is it a favor that we have done to Allah? No. يَمُنُّونَ عَلَيْكَ أَنْ أَسْلَمُوا The Bedouins, the new Bedouins, newly, who converted to Islam, new Muslims at that time, one of them said that we have embraced Islam and we are helping the Muslim army. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, قُلْ لَا تَمُنُّوا عَلَيَّ إِسْلَامَكُمْ don't think that your Iman, your Islam is a favor to Huzur alayhi salam or to Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that would not make any difference to the status of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If everyone went in sajda, every single one worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that would not increase or decrease the position of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing would happen. قُلْ لَا تَمُنُّوا عَلَيَّ إِسْلَامَكُمْ Count not your favor, but Allah has conferred His favor on you. And Balillahu yamunu alaykum and hadakum lil imani that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put inside you iman. A lot of people, mashallah, we rush off to give all this 
celebrities and these famous people, oh, that person has become Muslim, that person has become Muslim, that person has become Muslim. If anyone who is famous becomes a Muslim, he is only doing a favor to himself. He is only doing a favor to himself. Allah is not muhtaj of anyone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not muhtaj of anyone. Subhanallah al-Azim. You become a Muslim, it is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You, you are actually securing your own position and your own place in Jannah. That is why one of the great dua that we all should be concerned of is that we should make dua that, Ya Allah, we should have husnul khatima, that we die in the condition of iman. That, that is no guarantee. No guarantee. And this sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah summoned, Allah is veniyaz. He can pull anyone in the house of Allah and He can push anyone out from the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Examples are there, examples are there. And that is why to make sure that we die in the condition of Iman, as Muslims we all have a duty. And that duty is what is mentioned in the khutbah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. بَلِّهُ عَنِّي وَلَوْ آيَةً O believers, promote, propagate my sunnah, my teachings, my character, my pattern of life. کس طریقے سے آپ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نے زندگی گزاری وَلَوْ آیَةً Even if it is one word that you can deliver, deliver it. That is our duty. Never underestimate ourselves, my respected brothers. Our duty is to put out the sunnah, the teachings of Nabi Kareem صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless us. And through you, one individual gets guidance and hidayat. One individual. Subhanallah al-Azim, that might be the cause for you to enter Jannah. Great people, great people. Reading a book yesterday on the biography of Sheikh Abdul Qadir Zilani rahmatullah alayhi. In the subcontinent, he is known as Ghawse Azam. Ghawse Azam. A lot of people especially in India, the Indians uh, recognize him by calling him Ghost Park. What do they call him? Ghost Park. No doubt, a great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A great saint, full of uh, karamat, miracles, karamat, full of miracles. One day, Sheikh Abu Yusuf Muzaffar, the Khalifa of Baghdad at that time, came to the Sheikh and gave him ten bags of gold. Sheikh Abdul Qadir Zilani Rahmatullah Hazrat, this is for you, Hadiyah. Sheikh Abdul Qadir Zilani himself was a very, very wealthy, rich man. Bahat Amir He himself was a millionaire. Like Imam Abu Hanifa Rahmatullah A millionaire of his time. Very wealthy. Sheikh Abdul Qadir Zilani Rahmatullah said to him, no, I don't want your, your Hadiyah. But Sheikh Abu Yusuf Muzaffar was not to take no as an answer. He says, Hazrat, lay low, please take it. Hazrat Rahmatullah took one bag of gold in one hand and the other bag in the other hand. And what he did is that he squeezed the bag of gold and human blood was flowing out from it. What was it? Human blood was flowing out from it. 
Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jilani said to him, because he was the Khalifa of Baghdad, the leader, said to him that, oh Shaykh Abu Yusuf, you have no shame to give me uh, the blood of poor people, to put in front of me the blood of poor people, indicating that the money that you have, you have taken it unlawfully from your subjects, the poor people. So this is all haram for you. And this was his karamat. Shaykh Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahmatullah Ali's methodology of inviting people towards the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was incredible, incredible. He was famously known that when he would sit on the, on the mimbar and he would say Alhamdulillah, everyone would start to cry. And for him the mission of promoting the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was so important that in, in, in some of the history books written by great scholars it is mentioned that just in one session as many as 70,000 people would convert to Islam. 70,000 people in one khutbah. 70,000 people and Hazrat would appoint 400 people registrars to take their names note who it is, who is looking after them, giving them Islamic education. 70,000 converts in one majlis, in one mahfil. This is what Huzur alayhi salam said, Ballighu anni walaw ayatan, promote, preach, my lifestyle, my character, my sunnah, the Quran, the hadith, the teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, put forward to them iman and Islam. And in Afghanistan what you see today, how many Muslims are there? All of them. Islamic country has it. More than 99% of Muslims only. If you look at the history, it was the Silsila of Qadriya, the, the Sufi sect that is named after Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Rahmatullah Alayhi, Silsila Qadriya. One is Silsila Chishtiya, Sahwardiya, and Naqshbandiya. Naqshbandiya is after the name of Khaja Bahauddin Naqshbandi. Naqshband, uh, he, he was known as Khaja Bahauddin Naqshband and, and he would do this and like as if the shape of the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when anybody would meet him he would just tap the name Allah with his fingers like that at the back and the heart, the palpitation would, would start and from the heart that individual could hear the name Allah, 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 Allah. That is why he was known as Khaja Bahauddin Naqshban Rahmatullah And Khaja Abdul Qadir Jilani, the Silsila is named after him Qadriya. Qadriya. And Khaja Mu'ayduddin Chishti Rahmatullah the Silsila of Chishtiya starts from Khaja Mu'ayduddin Chishti Rahmatullah Subhanallah Great, great Budrugani Deen. So in Afghanistan it is said that those lectures which Khaja Abdul Qadir Jilani would give the sermon in his khutubat in Juma. They were all recorded and his followers went to Afghanistan. And they, the minute they heard the khutubah, it made such an impact on Afghanistan that every individual in Afghanistan embraced Islam at that time. This is the power, this is the barakat. So the more muttaqi you are, the more power you have. Khaja Mu'iduddin Chishti Rahmatullah Subhanallah Al-Azim At the age of seven 
he completed his hymns. Islamic education was completed in Bukhara, what we know as today, Samarkand. If you go to Samarkand today in Russia, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Nothing is left of those great muhaddis. Subhanallah al-Azim. Great scholars were there. When he went with his sheikh, Hazrat Khaja Uthman, Hazrat Khaja Uthman Haruni, that was the Sheikh of Khaja Mu'inuddin Chishti He stayed in the Khidmat of Khaja Osmani For 20 years Kitane Saad? 20 years And both of them, Sheikh and Murid When they went to Madinatul Munawwara Khaja Mu'inuddin Chishti Is standing in front of the Roza And Khaja Osmani Haruni Is also standing with Khaja Mu'inuddin Chishti And Khaja Mu'inuddin Chishti gives salam to Hazrat Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave him an answer back said wa alaykum salam this was the status of Khaja Mu'ayduddin Chishti rahmatullahi his sheikh was born in Makkah and he also died in Makkah al-Mukarramah he passed away there in the dream Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam told him where is Rus, Russia, Sijistan and his entire Islamic education, Rasulullahi Wasallam said to him, said to him in a dream that, O oh, Mu'inuddin, the entire India is in darkness, and I have left the responsibility of conquering India in your hands. And go to Ajmer, go to Ajmer. At that time, they didn't have the gadgets and the technology that we have today. Where is Ajmer? Has it never has never been to India. And the very next night, Khaja Mawinudishti saw the dream again and Wasallam in his dream was pointing out to him exactly where Ajmer was. And and the Sheikh Khaja Asmani Haruni Rahmatullah is such a great Buddha he was on incident which is mentioned in the Kutub that Sheikh Fakhruddin, Khaja Moinuddin Chishti and Khaja Osmani from Harwan, they left Harwan to go for Baghdad and in between Harwan to Baghdad there is a place called Makame Ray. Makame Ray. Makame Ray was invaded by the Parsi people, the people who worship fire. So wherever you went in Makame Ray, it was a fire, 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 everywhere people were worshipping the fire. Khaja Saab, the Sheikh Khaja Osmani, was resting under the tree. It was about Asr time. And Khaja Mohinuddin Chishti was there. He said to Fakhruddin that go to Ray and get some dry wood so we can prepare the meal, the food for the night. When Sheikh Fakhruddin went to that city, Makame Ray, and he saw all those Parsi people were worshipping the fire. So he said to them that, look, can I have something a little bit from uh, the burning coal that you have here? So straight away he saw that he is a Muslim. He is a Muslim. Allah Akbar. Muslims, their faces were visible today. Today you go to some places, uh, especially in India, you can't even tell that is he a Muslim or is he a non-Muslim. You're in two minds to make salam. Is ko salam kare ya na kare? No noor. 
of Iman is not there. Muslim is the person, you know, straight away that that person is a Muslim who is walking. That individual is a Muslim. The face must have that glitter that a Muslim is khatam So the, the Parsi people knew straight away that he is a Muslim. So you go to India and these people can suss out who the Tablighi Jamaat people are. <laughs> <laughs> MashaAllah, you know, they have they, they wear of their style of uh, clothing and you know they their own code of dress and the miswak and everyone. So even if you go to Saudi, I don't know if you've had an experience there, uh, the people who've gone to Hajj and say Tablighi? What do the Arabs say? Tablighi? Are you are you in the work of Jamaat Tablighi? And some of the policemen, mashallah, if you say yes you're from, you, you are part of that organization, you do believe in that. I said, MashaAllah, MashaAllah, MashaAllah. Though you are restricted, but underground that, that works there. So there are some people who can be identified, MashaAllah. And that is good because the Sunnah is there. Because the Sunnah is there of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So that individual, that Parsi said to Khaja Fakhruddin, that how can we give you fire? We worship fire. We? Worship fire, it is not for your benefit. Sheikh Fakhruddin Rahmatullah got scared. How am I going to prepare food for Sheikh Khaja Usmani and Sheikh Moinuddin Chishti that are waiting? So eating food is also Sunnah. It is also Sunnah. I thought the awliyaullah never believed in eating. That wasn't the case. Islam is a beautiful religion, a religion of balance. Subhanallah. Khaja. Osmani was sitting there, Fakhruddin Rahmatullah came and said, those guys, those people are refusing. They are not going to give me anything in the evening. Where am I going to go? The whole story was related. Khaja Sahib stood up. He said, let me go. He went to the center of that city, maqam Ray. Everywhere there's fire, fire, fire. In the middle there was this mountain of fire. In the books it's written that every day 20... Uh, wagons were loaded full of wood to keep that fire going for 24 hours. 20 load of wagons. And there was this big sheikh for them. He, his name was Mukhtar and his son, a seven-year-old, was sitting on his lap on a very high platform there was this mountain of fire and all the worshippers were sitting around. The Khaja Asmani, Rahmatullah went and he said to him that how are you, how can you worship something that is insignificant like the fire? This is the makhluk of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, don't worship the fire. So the logic and reason given to Khaja Sahib says that we are worshipping the fire so that in the hereafter this fire will not burn us because we've been worshipping the fire throughout the life. Khaja Sahib said that if that is the case, why don't you put your one hand inside the fire? So he says, Hazrat, how can I do that? That is unnatural. The nature of fire is to burn. If I put my hand, it will burn. He says, but you have been worshipping the fire. Why, why do you fear the fire? He had no answer. All the Parsi people were there. His name was Mukhtar. Mukhtar. The son was there. Khaja Osmani Rahmatullah said, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. 
یا نارو کونی بردن و سلام علی ابراهیم snatched away from him the seven year old child took it away and the sheikh jumped into the fire a blazing mountain of fire Allah Akbar, all the Parsis captured Sheikh Fakhruddin and Khadra Mohinud in Chishti. They didn't take them to Cuba, they didn't left them there. They captured them and oh Allah Akbar, what happened? And the Sheikh Mohinud in Chishti, Rahmatullah and Sheikh Fakhruddin, all surprised, what did Hazrat do? Jumped into the fire, I mean the seven-year-old child. <laughs> and that father is crying, 17-year-old, what has happened, what has happened? Nothing, you can't even see anything inside the fire. After a few minutes, Khaja Osmani Rahmatullah with a child, they come out from the fire. And obviously everyone was surprised to see this karamat. And that, that old Buddha, 17-year-old person, is asking the child, My son, how did you feel inside? He says, Father, I was in this beautiful garden with Khaja Sahib and I was playing there. Until Khaja Sahib told me that it's time for us to come out. And Hazrat Khaja Osmani, the Sheikh of Hamad Chishti, he said to him that, look, I recited only one ayat of the Quran, Ya Naru Kuni Bardam wa Salam Ibrahim. The same ayat, which when Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam, when he was flung into the fire by Namrud, this was the ayat revealed to Hazrat Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That individual whose name was Mukhtar, he became a Muslim, embraced Islam, and his name, he was later named as Abdullah. As? Abdullah. Abdullah means? Allah Kabadda. And that son of his was named what? Ibrahim. What? Ibrahim. Everyone in Maqam-e-Ray, all the Parsi people, every single one of them embraced Islam. Sare ke sare there is this responsibility also on our shoulder that we live here in this country. Let us share the Jannah that Allah has reserved for us. Let us share it. Don't be misers. Explain to the people that oh, this is what Huzur alayhi salatu was salam has taught us. Khaja Mohinud in Chishti went to Ajmer via Delhi. He stayed in uh, Lahore for 40 days. Lahore at that time, Lahore is in Pakistan now, by that time it was in India. Lahore for 40 days. And he went entering Delhi, at that time it was the decline of uh, the, the great king Sultan Mahmud Ghazni. His power had dissolved at that time and uh, Sheikh Shihabuddin Ghauri was in power. And the leader at that time of New Delhi and Ajmer was uh, Prithviraj Chauhan was not a Muslim at that time. But he had a powerful army who fought with the Muslims at that time. The Muslims warned Hazrat Khaja Mawinudin Chishti not to go towards Ajmer, but Huzur alayhi salatu was salam had instructed him to go to Ajmer. He went. And wherever he went, he would say, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Famous karamat of Khaja Mawinudin Chishti, Rahmatullah La ilaha illallah. When Raja Prithviraj Chauhan found out that this great man is here who is converting everyone towards Islam and they are embracing Islam. The one who was very, very close to him, a priest. Two minutes, inshallah.
there was this very close priest whose name was Shadi Dev. What was his name? Shadi Dev. He invited Shadi Dev to come and to fight the, the, the power, the miracle that Allah had given Khaja Moidun in Chishti Rahmatullahi. He said to Khaja, uh, he said to Prithviraj, no problem, I will sort it out. I will force him to get out of Ajmer. When Shadi Dev, when he went with a group of people to see Khaja Mu'inud in Chishti Rahmatullah the awe and the power of the face of Khaja Mu'inud in Chishti Rahmatullah was so awesome that just looking at the face of Khaja Sahab, he recited the Kalba. He became a Muslim and in that mahfil and majlis, Khaja Saab changed his name from Shadi Dev to Sheikh Saadi. To Sheikh Saadi. Now let us not forget, he's not the Sheikh Saadi, Rahmatullah, the great poet. He was a different man. But his name became Sheikh Saadi. Now when Prithviraj Chohan found out that even Shadi Dev has now, bec now become Sheikh Saadi, Allahu Akbar. He was looking for the greatest magician at that time in India whose name was Ajay Pal. Ajay Pal. Ajay Pal, when the name of Ajay Pal came, it was like the name of Fir'aun. Fir'aun, the greatest magician. Really, he was a great magician. Fir'aun himself was a magician. Ajay Pal, he had everything. Everyone feared him. When Prithviraj called Ajay Pal and explained the situation, that if you don't stop this man, everyone in India will become a Muslim. You have to stop him. Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi's time had dissolved. And then you had uh, Sheikh Ghayasuddin Ghauri's time. And then now you have Khaja Mu'inuddin Chishti here, working on the people. What do you do? Ajay Pal was very, very confident. He says, oh, don't worry. Daya hat ka Don't worry. I will sort it out. He went alone to see Khaja Moinuddin Chishti Rahmatullah When he saw Khaja Moinuddin Chishti Rahmatullah because he was a magician himself, he challenged Khaja Sahib, he says, first look at the power that I have. Look at the power that I have. Look at the, the magic that I possess. The Hindus at that time, they would meditate on uh, the skin of deer and they would sit on that and meditate and he took that skin out like a small rug perhaps and he sat on it and he said look at me now and sitting on that rug that rug Allah ascended up went all the way up all the way up all the way up and all the murids of Khaja Sahib were looking at this great magician Flying carpet? Huh? Arabian what? Arabian night? Where are you going to Arabian night? So you're sitting on that and this Ajay Pal is above ascending right on top of where all the Muslims are. And he is there saying to the Muslims, to all the new Muslims and they, Oh, Shadi Dev, look, you have become a Muslim but look at this power, what? What is your Mu'inuddin going to do about this, Sheikh Saab? Ya Allah Akbar. Inna al-baatila kana zahuqa. False is false. Haq is, the truth is, 
the truth. And the truth is always overpowering. Khaja Saab had this habit of wearing wooden sandals. Cap, wooden sandals. Khaja Saab took his leg out. Forgive me, Abdul Qadr, to put my legs in front of you. You are a dentist, so I must respect you. So, Khaja Saab chappal ko kare ke bring Ajay Pal from the top down. And the wooden sandal goes up, all the way up, and starts smacking Ajay Pal from the head, and he's coming down, 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 down. And this karamat is famously recorded. If you read the biography of Khaja Majdini Shishti Rahmatullah and Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahmatullah a lot of shuyuk Khaja Bakhtiyar Kafi Rahmatullah Sheikh Nizamuddin Rahmatullah all these great sulaha of India if you, if you read the biography it is incredible and Ajay Pal had no force he tried everything but the sandal of Khaja Sahib was too heavy too heavy it was like a missile pushing him down it wasn't a daisy cutter just a wooden sandal pushing him down and he finally came down and he looked at Khaja Moedin Chishti Rahmatullah and he said La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Khaja Shah said all of them became Muslim mashallah Hazrat Rahmatullah then went to Prit Virat Chohan and he put in front of him also Islam he says look Accept Iman and Islam and the doors of Jannah will open up for you. But it was not meant for him. It is said that he did not embrace Islam. But I have respected brothers and elders. The Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is that Balligu anni walau ayah Propagate and promote Islam, the teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the duty of every individual. Every individual. This opportunity is given to us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless every single individual especially in this country with iman and with islam wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidil mursaleen la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inna kunna min al-zalimin allahumma inna rasuluka al-afa wal-afiyata fi dunya wal-akhirah allahumma inna rasuluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka abduka muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min shari masta'adaka minhu nabiyyuka abduka muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billah subhana rabbika rabbil izzati ya ma'isifun wa salamu ala al-musaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin